You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. Welcome to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holy Name Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, executive director of the cathedral. Mark, how was your Thanksgiving weekend? Oh, it was it was good. Family gathered. Better than last year, let me tell you. That's it. A year ago, no one got together. Or very no, few. and we informally asked the question but made sure everybody was vaccinated. Yeah, who came with the, um, you know, the booster? Too. Now I have seen families divided and cause fights and bitterness because that very question: Have you been vaccinated? Some yes, some no, and people not invited, or for a wedding, a wedding reception, the same thing. Battle lines have been drawn for families, which is so sad. And the same thing will happen again for Christmas. And now we have this Omicron, Omicron. Mm-hmm. the latest virus that is rising in South Africa and other parts of uh, Europe. And so we pray to God that that doesn't happen. And our phone number again, 312-255-8408. Also get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. And we have a tremendous program lined up with us in studio, one <laughs> guest in studio, one guest via the telephone and live stream is, first of all, Father Lou Camelli who is the Cardinal's Delegate for Formation and Mission, the Archdiocese, and a resident at Holy Name Cathedral and a dear friend. Yes. Good morning to you, Father Lou. Well, good morning, Father Greg. It's great to be with you. Great to be with you, too. And also, we have with us live stream, we have Michelle Sotak, who is a personal trainer and fitness consultant. And Michelle, are you with us? Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on this oh, morning. This is great. Now you've been back. You're back on by popular demand <laughs> with Father Luke Camelli, and it's interesting that our topic today is faith, fitness, and well-being. And coming off the Thanksgiving weekend, in mm. fact, my brother said he ate so much on Thanksgiving, even his shoes were tight. <laughs> and uh, and and also the whole thing is the holiday season is coming in terms of moving ad in the season of Advent toward Christmas and maybe an opening question for you Michelle is you've been heavy and much into fitness most of your life how did that happen does that go back to childhood your teenage years. <laughs> Yeah, it goes way back. I would say just like my faith, um, my fitness is basically in my DNA. I my bro- my dad was a semi-pro soccer player, so my brother, sister, and I we were in soccer, sports. My sister and I were in dance, and I always really felt as a kid I loved the way I felt when I played sports or or moved my body around. And then when I became a part of organized sports. 
I realized um, that I just loved the feeling more and more. So I would work out, I'd get into the gym and, and then I just really wanted to take the way I felt and share it with others. You know, um, it was a gift. It wasn't just a talent, but it was a gift. And I wanted to share that with others. So I decided to um, pursue personal training and um, basically share that gift with, with others. Now, it's interesting with your tremendous deep faith, you've been very active at Cathedral. You've also been a personal trainer pre-COVID for Father Lou Camelli. So in your life, Father Lou, this whole topic of faith and fitness and well-being, no. I mean, the folks have to say this, Father Lou Camelli... <laughs> Every day we have like a little, not a gym room, but we have a, a like a bicycle. You know where it is? Uh, I, I walk by uh, it. I, I it's right next it. to his office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's all the noise in there. Yeah, yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> well, then in your case, Lou, you know, what man of profound deep faith. Yeah. Why, why the, uh, yeah. the fitness part for you? Well, I think there are a couple of things. <clears throat> One is I explain to people, just on a practical level, uh, if I don't pray and I don't exercise every day, I think I'll go crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. That I think these are two things that are, are absolutely essential uh, to keep going, uh, body and soul. And so that's, that's it. And it's, it's gone on for a long time. And like Michelle, some of it comes, I think, from, from family. You know, my father was jogging five miles a day until he was 81. It's was he? Kind wow. of amazing. Now, how yeah. old was he when he started jogging? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he was he was pretty young. Uh, I mean, before jogging became be popular. Popular, he was, you know, he played basketball and lots of things. Yeah. So, in any case... Um, you know, funny so, is when I was a kid, I never saw anybody jogging ever. No, Ever. that's true. I mean, it, was it wasn't not, a popular not, sport. Not until the late 60s, Correct. early 70s, you know, did, did things happen. And I used to jog. Um, who knows, someday I might pick it up again. But I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid of, uh, the you knees. know. Uh, yeah. But so in any case, it, there's the practical side of it. And then there's a spiritual side to this, too, because I, I do feel there is some kind of responsibility to be a good steward of the body that God gave me. I mean, it's that simple. And and that's that's pretty important. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I think the also the, the physical helps me to do better work. Now, Lou, were you always that way, or was there like a conversion moment where it just became, like I'm thinking <clears throat> our mutual friend, Father John Canary, where oh, he was yeah. a smoker and he yeah. overweight, and all of a sudden he had this re revelatory moment where, it changed. Yeah, no, not exactly. I mean, it's always kind of been with me, but but you're right, Mark. It's a little bit strange. There's a kind of a conversion because <laughs> I used to smoke too. Did you really? Yeah, but at the same time, I I, I played racquetball a lot and did all kinds <laughs> of things. So, and then eventually, I realized this, these were not compatible. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's been a long time since I I, I drew my last uh, breath of smoke. Uh, but uh, no, overall, I think it's been fairly consistent. Going back to the seminary, wonderful. Uh, I had a question for for Michelle. Uh, so you talked about your dad in terms of uh, kind of a model um, 
any other heroes in your life that you thought, well, they really have integrated their this health of mind and body and spirit? Anybody else uh, come to mind? You know, I think that I wasn't a person who went through a huge transformation. You know, there's a lot of trainers out there right now that they were really inspired by somebody or mm -hmm. they went through their own personal transformation. But I would just say, I think it was something that I took to on an early age. And um, I really wouldn't say there was a person, just one person, you mm -hmm. know, I really think it was um, just, you know, I was lucky to be, I was lucky to have parents that both inspired me, you know, in the fields of faith and fitness um, collectively. And um, I knew that they had similarities early on, you know, and uh, they were both two aspects of my life that were helping me and they weren't, they would never fail me. My faith and fitness would never fail me. And there's a lot of things in life we can't say that about, right? Mm -hmm. So anytime I did a workout or anytime I went to mass, I left feeling better, you know, than I did going in. And it's never time that I regret, you know, it's cliche when people say you never regret a workout, but it's so true. And that's why I feel like I, that was my motivation, you know, just growing up, it wasn't a person. It was just the way I felt, you know, um, you yeah, Michelle, even along, even along these lines, Michelle, this past weekend, I, I know so many people who really binged on eating from let's even last Wednesday, Thanksgiving through the weekend. And, you know, as a personal trainer, what are you trying to say to people as they move into the uh, Thanksgiving weekend and the holiday season coming up? And all of a sudden, I think I read somewhere that the average person gains American in the holiday season on the average of 12 pounds. Oh, my word. 12 pounds. And this will all take it off starting in January. Oh. So <laughs> what is your response to those people who have that mindset what, what do you say to them? Where's the yeah, chocolate? I usually tell <laughs> what do you people, say to Father Greg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, do you, what do you tell me? <laughs> he let's only to, gained 11 let, pounds. Let's, let's go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, I Michelle? I usually tell people that calories don't count on holidays, you know, because you should enjoy the holidays. They only, you know, come around once a year, but that doesn't mean like the whole holiday season, not, you know, the whole Christmas season. Um, you know, I basically try to explain to people that you'll feel better. It's, you'll, you're definitely going to feel better if you exercise and you eat well. And I also am a huge believer in moderation. That's my mantra. So yes, you should enjoy the holidays and the holiday season. Um, but everything in moderation, right? Let's keep things balanced. And that way we'll feel good, right? That's an excellent you know, word. You I know, like that. Father Lou, no. I was going to ask you, yeah. how did you... I'm, go no, ahead. No, 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 that's right. I was going to ask, how did you connect with Michelle and how did it change maybe your thinking or routines yeah. in exercise? No, I, I, I connected with her because she's been part of the cathedral and, and just a wonderful part of the cathedral. And so, and we talked and and she told me about her work and um, she showed me some routines for working out. And Because I think I, for the most part, I've been involved in aerobic kinds of exercises, you know, whether it's running, swimming on, on one of these uh, 
uh, ellipticals or, or whatever. And there's a whole other dimension to, to training and taking care of your body. And Michelle helped me to understand that. It's very, very good. But you know, I was going to say about the, um, um, the holidays and, and the eating and the excesses and, and, and all that. It's so interesting. In our spiritual tradition, we talk about asceticism, you know, asceticism. And that comes from a Greek word, axesis, which is originally a word that athletes used for training. You know, the Greeks are obviously uh, big into this. With the, they had the gymnasium, mm -hmm. they had the Olympics, you know. But axesis or asceticism began as the discipline of training. And, and, and then it takes on a Christian meaning, too, of the regulation of life. So I think we're coming to a Yeah, we're coming to a break. break this. I like that. Also, <laughs> Michelle, your word before, moderation, I think right. is an excellent word. You know, I say everything in moderation is okay regarding eating. And I think to be, to overindulge, it may happen for a meal, even with our faith, to be a balanced person. Uh, before we go to have Mark take us to break, I want to do a shout-out to Dr. Robert Mall. Today's his 67th birthday from Dyer, Indiana. So, Dr. Robert Mall, one of our faithful listeners, a very happy and blessed birthday to you. And on that birthday note, Mark, take us to break. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash catholicchicago. When we come back with our guest, Michelle Sotek, Father Luke Camelli, maybe we could talk a little bit about your job, Father Lou, is the Cardinal's Delegate for Formation and Mission. Yeah. How do you look at, Michelle and Father Lou, how do you look at formation and mission personally in, in your lives and how we can give us some tips on how we can move that forward for us? Okay. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Catholic education offers something other schools don't. When you walk through that door, you are amongst friends. I can confidently say that I look up to everybody at HT, staff, students. There's just something that you can admire in every person here. We treat everyone here with the same kind of respect that we would hope that exists in our families. Our curriculum is very rigorous, and we hope to match the academic rigor with our level of academic support. 
They help us prepare for college. They talk to us about our future and what we want to do. I think it instills a sense of community, which makes me more confident in my work. Through the teachers, through our counselors, through all of our administrators, we are educating not just the mind, but also the heart. I think that distinguishes us from other types of schools. Catholic high schools provide high-quality, faith-based education. The journey begins by taking your entrance exam. Register online at the Catholic high school you wish to attend. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. WNDZ 750 AM Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408 or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago with Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi, Father Luke Camelli, Michelle Sotek. We're talking about faith, fitness, well-being. We're kind of zeroing in on the holidays um, talking about it. But Father Lou, when, uh, before the break, I said, you know, you're the Cardinal's delegate for formation mission. Um, what is, I mean, how do people tie in formation yeah. and personal mission into their lives yeah. for fitness? Okay. Well, maybe a word about formation, mm -hmm. because I think that's something that, it may be a term that's unfamiliar to people. I would bet. And um, to put it most simply, formation is simply that process of growing in faith or growing as a disciple of Jesus. If you look at the gospel, for example, last year we followed Mark's gospel, and that's a gospel of discipleship. So I think one of the things that's just really important is to realize Jesus calls them, but then he, they walk with him, he walks with them, he continues to teach them, so that there's a process. It's not just that they snap into it, because they're full of um, questions, hesitations, misunderstandings, and little by little, he brings them along. That's the formation process. Mm -hmm. He's forming disciples. Well, you know what? What happens to them happens for each one of us. We, we don't just snap into being a follower of Jesus, but we grow into it. And it develops and it unfolds across a lifetime. So that's the meaning of formation. Good. And then when you tie that to mission, mission is, I mean, pretty simply the the sense of purpose and direction in our lives. 
that the, the Lord gives us. And those two things come together. So uh, for us, the basic formation and the basic sense of mission comes out of our hearing the word of God, sharing in the sacramental life of the church, being engaged with other people, especially through service, and 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 that's that's it. So I mean, the big words are. <laughs> let me go back. We were mm-hmm. talking about Greek words uh, before, but it's liturgia, koinonia, diakonia, which means liturgy communion and service those those are the basic elements and when we engage in those we change Mm -hmm. we're changed we grow we develop we begin to see things differently we connect differently we begin to act differently so i don't know mark that's 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 beautiful that's very very well done in fact along those lines and michelle all the words that was spoken by father lou in your own life I know that since I know you pretty well and been so active in the cathedral, and personally, you cannot separate your faith with fitness in terms of your everyday life. A big part of your life is faith in action, prayer, but also fitness. So in your own personal life, how do you connect the two day in and day out? Yeah, absolutely. I make sure that I actually incorporate both of those things in my life daily. You know, I, I pray every day and I move my body every day. And um, I also see how Father Camelli, you know, what he just said about um, how it helps us to grow and become better people. I, I completely agree about that. Both faith and fitness are aspects that um, have helped me grow as a person I'm taking care of myself that way. And so then I can help show up for others. You know, if I'm, if I'm taking care of myself, then I, I can be there for others and serve others. And it's also sort of like the community aspect of it too is nice. It, it connects me with other people who have similar interests. And, um, and I think a group of people who have a common interest for their well-being that that's always good people to um, wanna connect with and grow um, with each other to, you know, just become better people and to, and we really need that in the world. Right. So it's, um, it's important who we decide to, um, connect with. And, you know, we see like people that we want to, we want to help. And I see that all the time. I try to help people, you know, that are looking to grow their faith and fitness. That's basically what I do, and that's my mission on earth every single day. Now, it's interesting because so that's how it applies to my life. We always talk about the, the, the faith community of the cathedral and being part of a faith community. But it's interesting. You're part of a faith community and also a fitness community world, so you really connect to both worlds. Now, it would be interesting. So, uh, Father, we've talked about stewardship. Yeah. Grace, gratitude, generosity. Yeah. Now, as I'm listening to both of you, I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. The stewardship piece starts here. Yes, exactly. Do you want to reflect on that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, um, I think in light of what Michelle is saying, first of all, you, you start with a sense that God has given, God has been generous. God has gifted us this body, this soul, this intellect, 
the opportunities, the possibilities, the relationship. It starts with life itself and family. So, so the first thing is an awareness and the call of Jesus into our lives. The first awareness is what's been given to us. And once we really have a deep sense of that, then we have to take responsibility for the gift. And obviously the first thing is gratitude. Mm -hmm. But then there are all kinds of practical responses. You, you take what's given to you and you use it well and you share it well. So there's, mm -hmm. the, and it, it, at a very personal level, exactly, that's where stewardship starts with each individual recognizing the greatness of God's gift and out of that recognition, um, taking care of the gift. That's, you know, what Michelle is talking about, what I'm talking mm -hmm. about, too, in terms of, of faith and fitness, and then sharing it. Beautiful. I, I, really, I think these are, these are great things. You know, Michelle, in terms of, you know, faith and fitness and what uh, Louis just mentioned, is many times we become our own worst enemy. We put obstacles in the way. In the work that you do as a fitness trainer, what are some of the obstacles you deal with individuals who come to you? And are you able to tell quickly if someone's heart is in it or not? Yeah, I think the obstacles are that people want results right away or they're not positive enough to, to think they can actually achieve something. And um, I try to encourage them that if they persevere, they can reach their goals. But you also have to be realistic about the goal, you know, and the time it'll take to achieve something. And um, basically, I think those are the two obstacles, the, the virtue of patience, and then just not being realistic about the goals. I like that. Now, I noticed, Michelle, you have a cross on, and yes, is there a little ring with it? So um, I'm wearing a cross that my mother gave me as a gift, and next to it is a heart with um, a bead from the flowers uh, that were on the casket at my mom's funeral. So I, I lost my mom nine months ago, oh. and I wear this uh, necklace almost every single day yeah. because it makes me feel very close to my mom, who is someone that I love very much and basically was my my rock <laughs> mm, yeah. beautiful tribute and thing is that you know that's the other thing we, we can connect with for a few minutes before the break and that is here we are thanksgiving advent christmas in your own life michelle having lost your mother nine months ago which has been devastating for you um how does that affect or connect with your faith life with the loss of your mother through thanksgiving into the advent christmas season because, by the way, well, you're not the only one out there. Mm -hmm. You can also be speaking on behalf of others. Of us. Who are, yeah. Yes, exactly. Having lost my mother a year ago, January, and your mother just has passed February. So connect the whole sense of the season with your faith with right now. Yeah, I think everything's magnitude, magnified during the, the holidays. You know, whatever loss we're experiencing, big or small. And um, I would say that if it weren't for my faith, I don't know where I'd be right now. Mm -hmm. um, my faith basically has saved me at this very hard time in my life. And if you're struggling with something, I would say we definitely have to nourish ourselves. And it's a lifestyle, just like a workout regimen, it's a lifestyle. And 
I thank my mom for passing along the gift of faith to me. She taught me who God was and what love is. Um, and so now I'm putting that all into practice and I, you know, it's Advent and Advent is all about, it's a waiting period and I'm not in control. I'm someone who would, I love to be in control, not controlling, but I, I like to be in control. And right now I'm not in control of the healing process. I'm just trying my best to get through it. And that's what we all could do right now during a difficult time is to rely on our faith, but also to, we have to participate, right? We have to try our best and persevere. And that's, that's basically what my mom taught, taught me. So I'm taking the advice and um, that she gave me during other hard times in my life and I'm applying it now. So, you know, if you don't have someone that you, um, that you look up to as like a spiritual um, coach or guide, I would say, I would strongly encourage finding someone because in the hard times, it's really, really great to have um, the gift of faith. And that's even more than fitness. I will tell you right now, after my mom passed away, I didn't work out for like three months because I was in wow. shock wow. and I was still wow. processing it. So yes, you know, even trainers go through, um, we're human, right? Mm -hmm. So even trainers go through funks and, but my faith did save me. And um, I'm devastated every single day when I wake up, but guess what saves me? My faith. That's beautiful. beautiful. It's the very first thing I thank God for is my mom and my faith. And I ask God for strength and courage to get through the day. Even today, I woke up nine months later and I asked God for strength to get through the day. And I know there's a lot of listeners out there who probably are struggling too. Um, but faith will save, save you if it's strong enough, because I am a witness to that right now. Well, that is a powerful witness. It's interesting what Michelle talks about, and that is uh, you take faith, you take fitness. Nothing happens in a vacuum because of all the other areas in our right. life that is happening. Yeah. So, for example, like you, Michelle, a woman of faith, tremendous fitness, but it doesn't, it doesn't in a vacuum. Nine months ago, you lost your mom, and that's such a huge part of it. But even you as a tremendous fitness trainer, for three months in your life, you couldn't work out. You were devastated. But faith got you through. What a personal, tremendous personal yes. story and witness. Mark, take us to break. Thank yeah. you for sharing that, Michelle. Yeah, it does remind me of the, the, those who see with eyes of faith. Yeah. The Lord is ever near. Yeah. I mean, and the other one, which is more secular, but, but um, the Wicked musical, that song, I Have Been Changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's not only... God will change us, but the folks we can't connect with will change us and heal us. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with our guest, Michelle Sotek, Father Luke Camelli, and we'll continue to talk about faith, fitness, well-being, especially in this season of Advent moving toward Christmas. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. 
Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered, over 22,000 people have received mental health services, and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it's, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. We're back. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Tracy here with Father Greg, Father Luke Camelli, Michelle Sotek. We're talking about faith, fitness, well-being, off the air. I asked Father Lou if, <laughs> I, if Greg or I came to you, you know, in a dilemma looking at faith, fitness, and well-being, where would you start with us? Yeah, and I said to you, I would start crying. <laughs> no. no, no, you're not hopeless, though. <laughs> but well, you, would, you, would, you, would present, you would present if an immense challenge. If we came to Michelle, oh, Michelle would start goodness. crying. Yeah, wow, where, where do you, where where do you start? Where, where do I begin? Yeah. Well, on, on a serious <laughs> note, though, Michelle, first of all, thank you for sharing um, in our last seminar. That was extraordinary. Just extraordinary. Beautiful sharing in terms of... That was, that was profound, Michelle. Yeah. Our struggles. I mean, yeah. we're all human, and we have struggles, and you're saying we're dealing with them every day. Father Lou, what about when people come to you um, looking at the difficulties you see in their life? Yeah. How do you approach them in terms of faith, fitness, well-being? Yeah, you know, I'm because we're... In, We've launched into the season of Advent. I've I've got that on my mind mm -hmm. as a context, and um, I'm I'm thinking particularly about the extraordinary message of uh, yesterday's gospel, uh, 
And Jesus says, you know, there's going to be a lot of tribulation and trouble and, and distress and signs in the sky and so forth. Uh, but then he says, as these signs unfold, stand up, be confident. You know? And then the next part of the gospel was uh, be vigilant at all times. And as I, you know, sit with that and, and look at my own life, but also uh, the lives of people that I've walked with, especially in the context of spiritual directions, uh, I think there are, are two pieces in there that we have to watch out for. Um, one is discouragement. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you take a look, uh, especially at the whole of what's going on in the world, things that are unfolding and you can go from pandemic to social unrest to economic uncertainty to waukesha last mm-hmm. week oh. to the degradation of the environment and it's endless it's endless mm-hmm. okay so you got all of that plus plus on an individual level each one of us is grappling with something like michelle was talking about that sense of loss mm-hmm. or a struggle with work or relationships or, or whatever so that um, I think there are two responses that we can make. One is to uh, fall into discouragement, and the other is to uh, distract ourselves. And that's what the gospel is talking about. You know, you can't. You have to recognize that even as these things are unfolding, they're a sign that this isn't the end of the story. Mm-hmm. There's more, and God is leading us forward. So that doesn't mean that it takes away the pain or the struggle. Not at all. I mean, believing people hurt, too. That's not the point. But if, if we are listening to the words of Jesus, there is a different kind of confidence, trust, hope, and movement into the future. The second thing is also important because it's easy to fall into a life of distraction uh, Say more get, about that. Little. Yeah, to oh. get caught up in our own anxieties. That's one way of distracting ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, or to um, uh, get into entertainment or uh, consumption or addictive behaviors. I mean, where did that, the addictions of, uh, that are so common in our culture and our society, mm-hmm. they're rooted, I think, in, basically in, in a desire for people to escape their problems, you know, so that, that that sense of distraction. So the two things are uh, discouragement and distraction. Jesus says, be confident and be vigilant, be attentive, be focused. And I and I, I want to go back to our original thing about faith and fitness because it's precisely when we look at ourselves as a unified being, we're body, soul, spirit intellect, feeling, and all of that can kind of come together when we uh, take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that, that is a source of encouragement and of focus and attention, vigilance. That was excellent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was wondering, with that being said, Michelle, you had said earlier that you spent three months away from exercise, that you, and the word I heard was shock. You were in shock. Mind, body, spirit were in shock. When did you know uh, it was time to re-enter? To re-enter and, uh, I mean, that just, 
it, That's a powerful word, shock. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I think, um, you know, still processing what had happened because it was unexpected. But um, I think that I decided to get back into it because, you know, at first I felt like a lot of things were meaningless. And I know that's a tactic of the devil, you know, being distracted or being so, like Father Kamali said, so when you have so much anxiety or like um, sorrow or whatever it is, um, I know through my, you know, through my own experience that fitness has always helped me feel better and it makes me a better person. So I just, I snapped back into it and I decided to, you know, um, get, get back into it because it's who I am and I want to continue to help people and um, be a witness to it, to what fitness, you know, can do, can be healing as well. And Honestly, another thing that got me back into it was I combined the two all the time, faith and fitness. So I was at first watching a lot of um, videos, whether it be the Holy Name Cathedral YouTube videos, um, you know, and Father Greg's spiritual reflections. And and basically, I started to, like, listen to it while working out. So oh, I was spiritualizing my workouts, you know, and um, and that's the thing that I encourage people to do is it's so productive when um, we're doing just one or the other, working out or, um, you know, doing something for our faith. But when you combine it, it's so powerful. So, yeah, I listen to the live streams, you know, the Father Camelli's, you know, live streams or whatnot. And But I would never encourage anyone to, say, replace it with, um, you know, like I, if I'm watching the Cardinals mass, I focus on that. You know, I focus on the mass. If it's the main Sunday mass, I'm, if I'm not actually going to the church, which I'd like to do now that it's open, but if I'm watching the Cardinals mass, I focus on it. But if it's something supplemental throughout the week, I combine it with, with my workouts. And that's literally how I got back into working out. It was just combining the two. Wow. wow I like great. that. You know, yeah, it's interesting that, that uh, a line that I always like to use is that <clears throat> seasons change and the seasons of our lives also change. So we have moved from summer into fall, and a few weeks officially begins winter, though it even feels like winter now. And all of a sudden you're moving now toward the leaves off the tree. Everything is now dead. It gets dark earlier, cold, but always then gives way to new beginnings. Springtime, buds appearing, warmer weather, longer light, daylight. And I think in our lives too, it's, it's the word I used before is we don't live our life in a vacuum. It's all the other things that are affecting us. So, in fact, you know, Father Lou had a great line during the break when he said, you know, to be a person of fitness, to be a person of faith, Lou, maybe say more about to be a person of faith can sometimes be even more challenging. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes people who are outside of the family of faith think, oh, you know, those believers, they believe because it makes life easier well, no, it, it <laughs> doesn't. In fact, to, to really believe, to really embrace Jesus and his path, which leads to the cross, is uh, sometimes far more difficult, far more challenging. And, and so, no, faith doesn't make life easier, but it makes life fulfilling, ultimately, and draws us into the place where God wants us to be. Yeah. Now, Michelle had said something earlier, which I'm going to ask both of you a question on. She she was talking um, she was talking about the difficulties 
uh, in her life, in her spiritual life, people come to both of you with their difficulties, mm -hmm. mate. You're priests, and they see you as someone that can direct, help direct yeah. them. That's exhausting, exhausting, I would imagine. Uh, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that in terms of the integrated pieces, in terms of faith, fitness, well-being? Lou? Well, I'm, probably I, there's that's a complicated question. Mm -hmm. I think in some in some respects, you know, uh, but I, I would say probably the fundamental way in which I deal with that is that I, I realize that it's not me alone. I am con when I am serving people, I am continuously putting them in the hands of God, and in a kind of conscious way. Uh, to to do that because there there is no way I am not their savior mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and I'm not the one who's bringing them new life. Jesus has already saved us, and God is and through the Holy Spirit is working in the lives of these people. So I have to keep putting them back in God's hands, and what that does is it it also keeps alerting me to the fact that I I'm not responsible. For, mm -hmm. for, for for everything in, in this uh, exchange. I think along those lines, um, to add to what Lou said, you know, I root my life in prayer, Eucharist, and when someone comes hurting, that you do a lot of listening. Right. And so here's a great line. When if I were to say, hey, Mark, can I talk with you for a moment? What I'm really saying is, will you listen to me? When someone says, hey, Greg, can I talk with you? What they're really saying is, will you listen yeah. to me? And so it would be to be an active listener, which is hard work mm -hmm. to do it well. But then, as Father Lou beautifully said, you put it in perspective and balance. But also the other part of life is we both deal with tremendous joys of people's lives. Yes. Yeah. A baptism, right. mm -hmm. a wedding, an anniversary. So it's the highs and the lows, which is all part of life. That's a come I always say life is never in a vacuum where we have different parts of our lives and to be able to keep the whole thing in balance. So that was a great question you asked us. Mark, take us to break. Okay. So the show is flying today. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can see us at youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Michelle Sotek, Father Luz Camelli, and we're talking about faith, fitness, well-being. Maybe when we come back, we could ask Michelle that same question. As clients come to her. Many of them probably are in need. They're broken in some way. They need to integrate. How does she handle that? We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 
847-782-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. We are at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit. From servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs. Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half. Without the annual Catholic Appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the Archdiocese, but it's very poor. We think about food and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic Appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com. Catholic Charities in Lake County provides a comprehensive range of social services supporting individuals, families, and older adults. These include crisis assistance, shelter, clothing, family support, counseling, legal assistance, primary health care, and specialized services for seniors and veterans. Grab-and-go meals and food pantries help those who are experiencing food insecurity. Plus, we have a diaper depot to support low-income families and their infants. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call Catholic Charities of Lake County at 847-782-4000. That's 847-782-4000. Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Tracy here with Father Greg, Father Luke Camelli in the studio, Michelle Sotek joining us via live stream. Live stream. Uh, Michelle, at the break, um, before the break, Father Greg, Father Luke gave us beautiful, beautiful ideas of how when people come with difficulties how do you deal with that in terms of um, your energy and your perspective in terms of faith fitness and well-being Michelle how do you deal I mean people come to you I would imagine clients come to you with tremendous needs to get well and to be well and how do you deal with uh, that kind of energy that you're spending on folks yeah well I think like if that's the first step is knowing you want to improve your life. So, um, you know, when people are a little bit scared about entering a workout regimen or even just a one workout, you know, it, it can be scary to some people. But what I tell people is that it fitness will directly affect your confidence. Mm -hmm. 
um, and that it, it has it has helped me become more confident. My faith and fitness has literally helped my confidence, um, and it will it will help you with confidence in so many ways, but also in regards to handling adversity. Um, you know, because going into a workout, it hurts. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's it feels good maybe towards maybe like during the workout or towards the end, but it's always hard to kind of like enter the workout, you know, and, but um, once we do the workout, we have a feeling of triumph and accomplishment, right? So just letting them know that, um, you know, handling adversity, um, basically getting through the workouts will also help you handle adversity in life. And um, it's, you know, it's helped me. And, um, and I would say the third thing is, is sort of, similar to what Father Camelli mentioned earlier, is just encouraging people about maintaining the equilibrium of the three energies, mind, body, and soul. So that's, um, you know, that's our psychological, um, physical, and spiritual well-being. So basically, um, you know, that that's going to help in the long run, because you can't just do fitness. It's you can't just do fitness. You have to have a healthy mind um, and soul too, in order to really gain the confidence I was talking about earlier, and to really be a whole, um, you know, like just for your well-being in general. So then, because our bodies are temporary, right? But mm -hmm. our um, our souls are forever, and we want a glorified body when we when we enter the kingdom of heaven. But um, we do have to nourish our soul for sure. So I, I'm the person who sort of brings that aspect to it as well. It's I'm not just like a trainer who thinks it's all just physical and aesthetics. It's way more than that, and that's what I try to convey when people come to me. And that that usually helps. It usually persuades them to uh, get into shape. Now, taking that answer from Michelle, which was beautifully stated. Connect that, Lou, for a moment with prayer and a season of Advent that we've just entered. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that's really characteristic of, of Advent is a, a short, it's, it's a, a single word originally in the scriptures. Uh, it's Maranatha, and it's come Lord Jesus. Maranatha is actually Aramaic, so this is really going back to the, the very beginnings of the church this urgent prayer, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus. And throughout our liturgy too, you know, uh, when St. Paul says, uh, when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. Every Eucharist is the same thing, until he comes, come Lord Jesus. And um, what that means is that as we pray, we're leaning into the future. And we're affirming that where we are right now is not the last word. Our destiny is in God who is drawing us forward in so many different ways, spiritually, physically, socially. And both of you had talked about working when you're working with someone comes to you in difficulties that, uh, Greg, you particularly said, you know, you listen, you listen. They want to talk. You want to listen. What about during Advent uh, in terms of listening to where God's calling us? How, how does that fit into our whole Advent spirituality? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think one of the things that um, there are a couple of ways. To, first of all, I think we really need to be especially attentive to the Word of God. You take the, the prophet Isaiah throughout this season. 
uh, a prophet who is speaking to people who are struggling and exile and who are desperate for hope. Mm-hmm. So listening there. But also, I would say, listen to the characters, the people who are special in Advent. The Blessed Virgin Mary, St. John the Baptist, St. Joseph, Simeon and Anna, uh, uh, the wise men. Yeah, I mean, it, the whole season is populated. It's not with ideas, but it's populated with people, mm. persons. Listen to them. On that note, we're going to bring the program to a close early because I want you, Mark, with your beautiful voice, to really get us into the Advent spirit and mood. So I want to thank, in a very special way, Michelle Sotek, a personal trainer and fitness consultant, and Dr. Doctor, well, the doctor I, Father, doctor, yeah. doctor, yeah. Doctor. Father Luke Camelli, <laughs> the Cardinal's Delegate for Formation and Mission for joining us here on Faith, Fitness, and Well-Being. Michelle, your answers were wonderful along with Father Lou, tremendous, and want to thank in a special way co-host Mark Teresi, our producer engineers Michael May, Brian Hockey, Hitman Brock for a great job, and the last minute and a half, sit back, relax, pray, reflect. So Michelle, Father Lou, thank you. Welcome. And now, Mark, you have the last minute for the stage. Thank you. This came to mind listening to Father Lou and Michelle and you, Father Greg, this morning as we begin our Advent season. To you, O Lord, my soul in stillness waits. Truly, my hope is in you. O Lord of light, our only hope for glory, your radiance shines for all who look to you. Come light the way for all who walk in shadows. To you, O Lord, my soul in stillness waits. Truly, my hope is in you. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.